This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. Today is Tuesday, October 18th. Coming up, we'll hear from the two candidates vying to lead the Johnson County Commission. But first, some headlines. Kansas City Mayor Quinton Lucas says two new bond issues costing $175 million would not raise property taxes for Kansas City residents. KZUR's Zach Perez has more. The bond issues will be on the November 8th ballot for voters in Kansas City, Missouri. They would invest millions into Kansas City parks, recreational and entertainment facilities, and affordable housing initiatives. Despite debate around the bond issues, Lucas says the city is financially prepared to take on the investments without burdening Kansas City residents. This does not raise their property taxes. This, I know that has been a robust conversation in certain parts of Kansas City of late. We're in a very good debt position to be able to take on these bonds. Kansas City passed $800 million of similar general obligation bonds in 2017, which were used to improve infrastructure around the city. Today is the deadline for Kansans to register to vote for the upcoming midterm election. Dylan Lyson of the Kansas News Service has more. To register to vote in time, Kansans can visit the website votekansas.gov or register in person at their county election office. Midterm elections in Kansas include the governor, attorney general, and other statewide offices. Also on the ballot is an amendment to the state constitution that would allow the legislature to overturn rules and regulations set by the governor's administration, and retention votes for six of the seven Kansas Supreme Court justices. Election day is November 8th. Missouri residents expecting pandemic-related food benefits to cover summer 2022 are still waiting for the state to administer the emergency assistance. KCUR's Noah Taborda has more. The pandemic EBT program provides grocery benefits to school children who qualify for free or reduced meals and to children under the age of six who qualify for SNAP. But Missouri is one of just seven states that has yet to receive federal approval to administer these benefits, according to the Missouri Independent. The delay is due in part to the state's proposal missing a key category of recipients. The state has sent a new proposal correcting the mistake, and the benefits are retroactive to the summer. So, if the plan is approved, the state can still disperse them. According to state officials, families should start to receive benefits by the end of the year. Ed Eilert is stepping down as head of the Johnson County Commission, which creates legislation, levies taxes, and appoints people to local office. Two local officials are vying to replace him. Johnson County 3rd District Commissioner Charlotte O'Hara and Roland Park Mayor Mike Kelly. KCUR's Steve Kraske asked them how they feel about climate change, property taxes, and the $4 billion Panasonic battery plant slated for DeSoto. Here's their conversation, edited for length. I want to begin by having the two of you introduce yourselves to our listeners. Commissioner O'Hara, you grew up on a dairy farm in Kansas. Tell us about yourself. So yes, I learned I learned equal opportunity at a very young age. At the age of eight, I was uh, milking cows. Well, why do you want to have this job of overseeing Johnson County government? You know, I have a real heart for this community. I've been here since uh, 1972. And this county has given me a lot of opportunities. And uh, yeah, we, we have some huge issues here in Johnson County. Uh, our budget in 2013 was $815 million, And uh, for 2023, it's $1.64 billion. We'll talk more about that in just a few minutes. Sure. Let me go to Mayor Kelly here. Mayor, you're a lifelong Johnson County resident. Tell us more about who you are. It's been a pleasure growing up in Johnson County. I grew up... Uh, about 105th and Lee Boulevard. And I like to say I was halfway between Gates Barbecue and the water treatment facility. So, 
Your day really depended on how the wind was blowing in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Johnson County is very much family to me. Why do you want this job, Mike? Well, Johnson County is a great place to live and to retire, to work, and it doesn't happen by accident. It has taken decades of leadership from fantastic folks, both in the public and private sectors, to grow our county into one of the prominent counties in the nation. The county's going to have a change of tone, whoever right. wins this race. And we're at a unique moment in history, uh, and I think we need to continue this streak of competent, common-sense, reasonable leadership for the future generations of Johnson County. Well, let's go to one of the hot-button issues in this race, and that's the investigation that Sheriff uh, Kelvin Hayden has undertaken into the validity, the accuracy of the 2020 election in Johnson County. I want to underscore the idea that there's no indication of voter fraud in Johnson County or anywhere in the state for that matter. So, Mayor, I'll come to you first with this one. So what do you make of what the sheriff is doing here? I think it's the same streak of toxicity and rhetoric that has leached its way down from the federal governments and the state government and really is kind of latched on in local government boards, like school boards, like municipal governments and at county commissions. And I think that's not only distracting from the topic of the day, it's it's dangerous. Not only is it a misuse of resources to be investigating election fraud when there is no uh, credible allegations of election fraud. We've had a nonpartisan election office in Johnson County that does a fantastic job. And the August 2nd hand recount proved the veracity of the process, but also a Republican Secretary of State who has confirmed that there's no widespread voter fraud in Johnson County. At a time when we're in a workforce crisis, to be having folks investigating election fraud is a misuse of resources. But and maybe more importantly, it creates uh, distrust in government. Mm -hmm. And when you're trying to serve the people at all levels of government, and especially at the local level, where we provide some of the most critical services, creating this deliberate mistrust based on Donald Trump's big lie makes all of our jobs more difficult. Commissioner O'Hara, what do you make of this investigation of Sheriff Calvin Hayden's? Well, one thing is, is that as commissioners, we have been told that we cannot comment on an ongoing investigation. And I think that that's where my opponent doesn't understand that there is a real distinct line of responsibilities. And that but certainly you can comment publicly on what you make of what he's doing, though you're not going to interfere with the investigation. No, the chief legal counsel has told us that we are not to make comments on it. However, I do think that one thing that has come to the forefront, and this was October the 4th, that the contractor that we have been using, uh, Connect, that the uh, CEO of of that organization has uh, been issued an arrest warrant by the Los Angeles County District Attorney. You have questions about the integrity of the voting process in general. No. Am I hearing that right? No. I am open to allowing people to ask questions. And it comes from both sides. Okay. And and so I have to be I have to be open. I have to respond to those that have questions. And if if there are concerns, then they need to then they need to pursue it. Let's talk about one more issue here on solar farms. The Johnson County Commission voted in June to allow individual solar projects as large as 2,000 acres for up to 25 years. Uh, Commissioner O'Hara, you oppose those regulations. Why? Well, okay. So again, in our constitutional amendment in, in 1986, utilities were to pay 30 percent on assessed valuation. 
And on this project, they will not pay any property taxes for the first 10 years. Uh, absolutely, we had a comprehensive plan that precluded individuals from uh, subdividing their property under 10 acres unless it was platted, and that they had to get a special use permit to even put a garage on their property. Highly, highly, highly uh, regulated, and we eviscerated our comprehensive plan and really uh, have impacted the folks that live out there because they have tremendous investments in their properties, and they don't want this facility. And I actually made a motion at, at our uh, meeting to put the facility in the sunflower ammo plant. If this is what we're going to huh. do, then put it somewhere that it's not going to impact the value of people's property. Do, do you think solar energy is part of America's future? I have real questions about lithium batteries, and I think a lot of people do have questions about lithium batteries, and I know that Lithium batteries, you're mentioning them, why? Well, lithium is a very uh, environmentally destructive uh, mining process. And it's used in the collecting the energy from solar energy. Uh, we will have a battery storage plant, yes, and it will be lithium. And also the issues of the fire, it's not if, it's when, and in California at a Tesla battery uh, facility, they they had a fire there just recently, and people were ordered to stay inside and yeah, shelter inside. And these are these are th these are toxic toxic fumes. And I think that we we need to just be careful. We need to allow the the market to indicate where we need to be going. Let Trans me just come to Mayor Kelly here. Yes. How would you have voted on those regulations for uh, some of the solar energy farms we're looking at in Johnson County? Solar energy is a great opportunity for Kansas landowners. Just like wind power, it's an opportunity to uh, empower Kansas ranchers or Kansas landowners to take uh, advantage of complementary use of the land along with farming, uh, to put money into the pockets of Kansas landowners, but also to help lower utility rates by putting power on the grid. Solar is a clean, renewable energy that is a $386 billion industry worldwide. And pointing to some red herrings about one fire or a mining process doesn't preclude the fact that it is a great opportunity to be innovative for the future of Johnson County. You think Not, climate change is real? Absolutely. It's been a big priority of yours in Roland Park and as a, in Johnson County. Climate change is real and man-made and affecting us here in Kansas City, primarily those that are most vulnerable. But at the same time, we have a unique opportunity given where we are situated with the God-given wind and sun that shines in Kansas to take advantage of that and not only do our part to reduce emissions, but to really uh, create economic opportunities for the future. Commissioner well, O'Hare, is climate it, change real? It's really interesting that our consultant said, because we are such an urban county, that really uh, large solar farms were not appropriate for us to be having. So, and Is it's climate change real? Climates have been changing since the beginning of time. And whether it is the carbon, I, I have great questions about it. That was KZUR's Steve Kraske talking to Johnson County 3rd District Commissioner Charlotte O'Hara and Roland Park Mayor Mike Kelly. They're running for Johnson County Commissioner. You can hear their entire conversation from up to date at KCUR.org. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia Dean. This podcast is produced by Byron Love and KCUR Studios and edited by Lisa Rodriguez and Gabe Rosenberg. 
For more local news from Kansas City's NPR station, visit kcur.org, where you can also hear our live stream. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you soon. Hi, I'm Reginald David. You just heard a portion of a conversation from KCUR's Up to Date, the daily talk show I help produce. If you'd like to hear this conversation in full, check out the Up to Date podcast found on your favorite podcast app.